0: Hello everyone, coming to you from Phoenix, Arizona. You are listening to Work Life 360. This podcast is all about helping one another navigate through the noise and the clutter that's holding us back from our potential to be a healthier, successful community. Our mental, physical, spiritual, and social habits are certainly work-life related. We'll explore how creating an awareness of our thoughts and behaviors can empower and inspire us to accomplish almost anything we direct our attention to. Let's dive deep into to the dirt and examine what research, resources, and real-life success stories from Everyday Folks can teach us as we grow through the day-to-day challenges. Let's get started. Hey, MJ, welcome back to the pod. Hi, Rhonda. Thank you for inviting me. Happy to be here. I'm so excited to connect with you again. Um, you have such positive energy, and I think your background, your story, and the things that you've overcome personally, health-wise, really has been amazing to learn about, and you have this fun factor about you that really resonates with me, and and I thought with May, being Mental Health Awareness Month, what better person to bring on to the pod to talk about mindset building power teams and people that can support you, particularly when maybe your energy is not at its top capacity and just explore whatever comes up and talk about some new things happening in your life, how you're continuing to bounce up and provide resources for folks that are trying to build a business for themselves or within an industry where they're responsible for certain sales or what have you. So welcome to the pod. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Thank you. And there's so much we can talk about. So it's
1: like, okay, where do we start? Do do you want to talk about, since it is Mental Health Awareness Month, do you want me to jump into something around that? Absolutely. I would love that. Thank you. Sure. So the is, and one of the things I'd like to say whenever I'm working with clients or um, at a conference and I'm speaking, and and I just covered this with a youth group um, two weeks ago. So it's, it's thinking about the, and and this is, if you're having major mental health, please see a professional. Wow. I'm giving suggestions here from my own experience and experience of working with clients. Mm-hmm. So, just want to make sure I make that disclaimer there. Think of yourself and the people around you. Think of yourself as a uh, cell phone battery. So, think of your cell phone our cell phone when our cell phone battery is charged we can do so much with it we can take videos we can take photos we can play games we can track what we eat we can track if we're runners we can track our mouse we can use it for gps there's so much we can do when our cell phone is fully charged now when we think about it as our cell phone when it isn't charged we've lost all those opportunities Mm -hmm. everything because now it isn't charged it's drained Mm -hmm. and when we think about our energy and our mindset as being a battery like a cell phone battery it we're either charging it with what we put in there and the people surrounding us or we are draining it from what we're saying, what we're thinking, and also the toxic people around us. Mm -hmm. Because whether we realize it or not, we all have someone who probably isn't good for us in our life. So it's being very intentional, not only with our own communication, with our words, but it's also who we're surrounding ourselves Mm -hmm. with. So taking that, and it's really being intentional, an intentional meaning step back and think about who do you spend the most time with so Mm -hmm. we'll we'll talk about people first and i love jim Rohn's quote you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with when the first time i heard that quote and i had taken a step back and i thought about the people that i did spend the most time with and this is outside of my children (laughs) i was Like, oh my goodness, I am really not spending time with people that are pumping me up or giving me power or encouraging me. I had a few people in there that were very, very negative, which is opposite of me. And I never realized how drained I felt until I was intentionally looking at how drained I felt and thinking about my body energy after I spent time with that person. So there's so when so when we're talking about mental health there's so much that goes into it but these are a few things that we can do. Mm-hmm. So does that help us get
0: started here? <laughs> Absolutely and I think personally and I'm I'm sure our listeners too if we sit for a second and think about it like when do we feel alive? When do we feel joy? When do we feel we're capable of doing whatever it is that we aspire to be or envision and grow into maybe something that the people in our environment aren't really aspiring to or they're doubters or Mm. they're they're fine being where they are and that's okay for them but if we notice if we're around those type of people without consciously even being aware of it they are definitely zapping our energy when I think Just after listening to you of how that showed up in my life, I love my family dearly. My siblings all in the same small town, everybody doing the same thing. I could go back home and it's like I went back in time almost. And not that there's anything wrong with it, but the conversations that we have are very simplistic I would say it's just kind of about the day to day, whatever, but I don't see growth or thoughts about exploring something new that just feels more alive. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, So for me, I put boundaries up in terms of how much time I spend with these people, because I notice after a while, I too kind of go back in time to where I'm stuck in this oh, Clayton, New Jersey, small town. What are you going to do with your life? Oh, you're going to work at the Acme or you're going to work at the McDonald's. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but that was kind of the way I grew up. And a lot of my family's still in that space. Um, But I think one of the reasons I was attracted to you is because I naturally have this positive energy too. And I'm always curious about, okay, what else? What's next? And I'm physically and mentally not comfortable just Being And some people, that's okay, that works for them. But Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, the Lord above, he had different plans for me. So, you know, I've had the opportunity to work at amazing places with amazing people. But even in those spaces, I'm very cognizant of when I'm starting to feel emotionally drained. Um, And and sometimes in the workplace, that's really hard because sometimes we have to work with different personalities that are maybe of a different energy level. Um, So I'm curious, what are some tips or advice you have for folks to maybe have the courage to communicate how best to have conversations that are important because maybe there needs to be a change, but doing it in a way that is in a positive mindset?
1: You've mentioned two words, one is curious and the other one is courage. So with curious, it is being curious about why that person or what is causing that person to feel that way. Mm-hmm. You know, and asking a question, a lot of, I ask a lot of questions because that can also lead us down a more positive path. One of the things I like to find out is for somebody who happens to be negative a lot, and I do have a family member that is extended family member that tends to be negative. My first question is always, so what good news do you have? What is something good that happened to you today? What change can you make? so taking them out of going down because it, it's almost like a rabbit hole once they start they just keep going deep down into it, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it it's in it, it's, it's become a habit with mm-hmm. them it's something that they do every single day and maybe no one has there hasn't been anyone who's taken the time to have them step back and think about something positive because mm-hmm. Rhonda, you know the statistics and our brains are hardwired to go to the negative first. Mm -hmm. Default. Mm -hmm. Yes, so getting them out of it by asking them a question about what is something good that happened to you? When I worked with a sales team that was in a pretty stressful uh, um, industry, one of the things I always started every single meeting was tell me your good news for the week. And I didn't care what it was. Was it positive? Was it professional? Did it have to do with their sales? Cause it was a sales team. Mm -hmm. I wanted them to think about something positive and good news and that can help them get out of that habit.
0: I'm writing that down. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Because at the end of the pod, we have an action item and I'm thinking, ah, that might just be the action item at the end, (laughs) ask yourself or ask someone, um, to share something positive that happened during the day. Yeah, I don't think, um, again, with our busy to-do list, we necessarily allow ourselves to stop, really, and have time to contemplate um, our blessings. This morning, you know, right. I'll share something that happened to me. I will say I had a little bit, some low energy today. I didn't rest as peacefully as I would have liked to. There were some things I had to tend to later into the evening, so my um, wind down time was disrupted and I didn't sleep as much. But anyway, so this morning when I actually caught you and Jim, I was running during my break around a lake and there was a photographer there, a Japanese man who stopped me in my tracks and I thought something was wrong. And he pointed up to a tree and then a flagpole And then he said, do you see the bald eagles? (laughs) So, you know, now normally I'm going to be honest in my physical fitness exercise mindset. You know, I normally would have been maybe like, uh, not annoyed, but like, okay. And then went about my way. But with age and learning experiences and being more mindful of those little interactions during the day, the importance of not brushing that off and actually stopping for a second and forgetting my agenda in the moment, like to share some time with this man that was sharing something really beautiful. So then he proceeded to tell me that these two eagles were frequently visiting this pond. And he said, when you ever see, you see them on the, the telephone pole, it's because one of them just caught a fish from the pond. And they go up there for 20 minutes and eat it. And then they join each other. He pointed to the tree where they hang out together. They were partners. So, I mean, that whole quick little experience changed the fact that I felt dehydrated, low energy my legs weren't moving the way i wanted to and i was kind of frustrated with myself and then i just kind of went about the rest of my experience actually watching the sky and being observant of what was happening in the moment instead of thinking about oh i have low energy oh Mm -hmm. how come i didn't set a boundary so i could get to bed on time you know and all those things we tend to default to that really don't help that positive mindset
1: Right. And you just said it there. We default to the negative without thinking about all the positive. And with taking a run or if it's a walk, whatever you're doing, out in nature, just Mm. enjoying that. And whenever your feet are hitting the ground, you're, you know, you're grounding yourself. Mm. But the one of the things I like to do when I feel that low energy is definitely get outside because there's something about nature that will boost our energy. Research shows that, but I love the clouds like the sky and the clouds and looking at that, that always brings me peace. So what is something someone who is negative or is working with somebody who's negative, find out what brings them peace. You know, and for yourself, what brings you peace? It could be a great song. Music adds a lot to our life. If there's sometimes when I'm feeling down, I will flip on, I'll flip on Irish music, Irish pub music, because there's such a great beat to it. And, you know, you can bop around to it. (laughs) And that always makes me think about a trip to Ireland because that's on my schedule to do. So it is finding something that brings a something great, uh, an uplifting emotion to you. Mm. And also it's like a trigger and it's an anchor. So Mm. it can be three different things. It's it's an anchor for you to think about something else. It can be an anchor for a good habit. It can also have an emotional uplift to you.
0: Mm. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, there's so much research on the power of music and I would say for folks listening, even if you're doing something that um, is not maybe your favorite to do thing in the workplace, as long as you don't need to focus like 110% on a certain task, put on a song or, or if you start to feel like you're getting frustrated or tired or whatever, stand up, you know, get away from the computer and listen to a song that Takes you back to some positive memories. Like for me, anything Prince related, uh, Led Zeppelin, any type of old rock. Like I like the '70s kind of music, '80s hair band. It just it mentally takes your brain back to a different different place in time, and then you start. It's amazing how it changes your whole energy, and your body feels better, and then you're able to come back to the work setting and really focus in a more productive fun way so i think sometimes we forget work can actually be enjoyable it's just being intentional you know and understanding you know the gifts that you're bringing Mm -hmm. to your life and you know maybe the job is not the glamorous job that you think about you may once aspire to but you know you probably can speak to this a little more than me but um You know, through through training and professional development, you can become anything you desire and just see where you are now as a stepping stone for the next opportunity. So how do you help folks in that space, MJ? They're kind of in a position that financially they need to be there. Maybe they do have supportive team, but maybe they desire for more. How best do they go about creating changes in their life? little changes that are gonna matter over the long haul.
1: They can first start with where do they want to be? Think about it in a year out or three years out or five years out. Mm. What is the goal? Like what position do they want? Once they identify that and think about it in small chunks, you know, step by step by step, rather than thinking in five years, I want to be here. Mm. What are the steps you need to take to get to that place in five years. And then think about who can help you get there and also what do you need to do to get there? Mm-hmm. So and before I dive into both of those, the first step is you can write an, an email to yourself and it's called futureme.org. So think about where do you want to be on December 31st, 2022? What Mm -hmm. do you want to have accomplished and then sit down, write an email to yourself that will be delivered sometime in December. And then you can say, okay, I didn't do it. I did do it, but really be descriptive about it. Mm -hmm. You know, put energy and time into how set the stage basically for Mm -hmm. December 31st, 2022 so that's the first step because now you put it out there and you also have put it in your head so it's there Mm -hmm. the next step is think about what do you need to do do you need to develop more skills is there some personal and professional development that you need in order to reach that destination and if so you need to write that down Do you need to take classes? Do you need to get coached? Do you need training? What is it that you need in order to hit that position? And then third step is creating what I call your power team. Your power team are those five people that you spend the most time with. And it's really five different categories. The first step before you even jump into that, we talked about it early on, it's identifying Who are the naysayers, the people that say, oh, you'll never do that or, oh, I've tried that and I couldn't do it. You won't be able to do either. Identify them. You've got to limit your time with them. And then the people that drain you, because if they're draining your energy, you won't have energy for yourself to hit those goals. Mm. Identify those groups of people first and then think about who can help you. And there's a couple of different categories. And the first one is what I call is your play up player and your play up player. I get this from whenever my son played high school and college basketball. There was one day, and is that OK if I share this
0: story? Oh, absolutely. Let's
1: go. Yeah. In high school and he was borrowing my car and this one day he brings it back on empty again so if anybody has had teenagers (laughs) you know what that feels like to have a car be turned on empty and i'm like josh what are you doing where are you going he's like i i went to the courts and i'm like it's two miles from our house it it literally was just within a few miles i said you cannot use a full tank of gas going to the basketball courts they're so close to our house and he's mom i'm not going there i'm going in the city like, what are you going into the city for? He said, because that's where all the pit players and the pit, the the D1, he was a D3 player. He said, that's where they go. I'm like, why are you going there? And he said, because when I go there, they make me better. They have better skills. They have better techniques. They make me better as a player. And I thought, brilliant. Yes. And since then, I've called it the play-up player, someone who's two to three steps above you. And I say that because mm-hmm. he was D3, was looking at D1. So they're on the same track as you, but they're a little bit better mm-hmm. than you are. That's the first person you can have on your power team mm-hmm. because now they're, they will help you pave the way. Can, so I, this, interject? can I interject absolutely. a Absolutely,
0: sure. I think- I love that and I concur 100%. And I think sometimes where people get stuck is because they start judging themselves or comparing themselves. If you could take the judgment away or the envy or whatever, and just allow yourself to be open to seeing how someone else does things because they've learned as well. I think that that can help people. I love the way he, Josh just innately knew to do this. And I think, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So, uh, Thank you. but anyway, I just wanted to point that out because I know, you know, earlier in my career, I would go to these wellness conventions, these fitness conventions, and I would look at these people with these incredible bodies, and I'm like the skinny or the heavier me at the time. And I felt really small. And I think had I changed, my mindset then and thought like, like you mentioned, think one, two steps ahead or be around those people one, two steps ahead of you. When you come into a situation mentally in that space, it's going to change your whole experience. Thinking back, wow, that was an opportunity that I wasn't ready yet to receive. So for you folks out there, uh, listen to what MJ has to say.
1: Well, thank you for that. And it is thinking about, oh my goodness, they can help me shortcut my path. If we think about it that way, they can help me shortcut my journey that keeps us away from that envy or jealousy or comparing. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they're they're there for a reason and we can learn from them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I call the mountain guide. Now this is the person who already hit the top of the mountain, this person, they are where you want to be. They can help you shortcut. Now, how they will help you shortcut is because they, on the way to the top of that mountain, they've already went through all the grapes and the cuts and the bruises. You don't have to get them. <laughs> so you follow their path because they already went through the ditches and through the sand and the water and whatever else you can think of. And they will help you avoid it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love that. So my husband and I are avid hikers here in Arizona, and we go all over the place. And neither one of us hiked until 2017. But it's funny, we follow expert hikers. And just to what you said, like they tell us where to navigate, where the trail is going to go off trail um, where there's maybe not a trail what clothes you need how much water you need how much time to expect how much patience you need whether you need clips clamps or whatever they've done the journey already and had we not listened to the recommendations we definitely would have we would have never reached the peaks uh, for a couple hikes that we had here in Arizona that were pretty tricky. So, yeah. And I love that you call it the mountain climbers. (laughs) Mountain climbers. Yeah. That resonates with me.
1: (laughs) The other thing that helps us with a mountain guide, because they will be our kick in the butt person they'll know oh my goodness mj you're making excuses get your butt in gear so they can call us out when we need to be called out so that's the other great thing about the mountain guide but i love your yes that's it somebody who has already been through it so Mm I love that analogy example with the hiking. Mm-hmm. Then the third one is accountability. Your accountability partner. Now I have a long-term accountability partner. We meet every Monday. Now you can meet weekly, bi-weekly, or it's up to you. But this person will hold you accountable for what you will do. And we call our Money Monday because Ooh. it's revenue-based the actions I'm taking to get to this revenue or to get to this amount of sales. So Mm -hmm. it's having that partner and it can be somebody within your company or somebody outside of your company. It doesn't have to be somebody in your industry. You want somebody you can trust Mm -hmm. and and also somebody who's a go-getter. If you're a go-getter and the other person is not a go-getter, it's very so you do want to make sure, and this is, you sit down, you have a conversation ahead of time. You want to make sure that you're on the same page. Now, if, if you're both go-getters, it's awesome. But mm-hmm. if either of you are, mm, you really need mm-hmm. to sit down and set some ground rules there. Mm-hmm. So how will you motivate each other? Put some mm-hmm. some guidelines so that both of you are doing
0: something to make progress i like that because i hear that often particularly in the wellness space people have these goals and they get an accountability partner (laughs) and then they end up making excuses for each other but i like how you mentioned like laid some ground rules and here are the action items for the steps that we're going to take with no excuses i like that yes and
1: there's a great book out and and how we we sort of use the guideline but we've adjusted, we've modified it. It's called the 12-week year. And mm-hmm. in this book, it actually talks about strategies and tactics. And there is a rating. So you score yourself. We do score ourselves every week. So somewhere above 75%. If you are below percent 50. Okay, you're not making it happen. <laughs> and that's how we score ourselves. We are being, you know, holding each other accountable. And for me, if I am not hitting something at least 75 and above, I'm not happy with myself And if yes. I'm sitting down and I sit down every Sunday night and I go through this, you know, it's my time to think about my week ahead. I do some meditation. i on the past week and look at the week ahead. Mm-hmm. So it is my time for myself. It's an hour that I carve out for me and my future. That's the way I look at mm-hmm. it.
0: So I'm curious to ask, because um, life happens. Like, it what does. do you te- what do you tend to see either personally or or with your accountability partner? Some of the the little tricky spots um, that sometimes come up that might distract you a little bit? And then mm-hmm. what are some measures that you have in place to put yourself back on track again?
1: One, it's identifying those distractions. And mm-hmm. say at like Mother's Day, so I spent it with my kids in the morning and then I actually had a keynote to give that afternoon. I knew that I would not be home until later. So what I did was I had planned sometime Saturday morning So I look at my schedule. If I know Sunday night will be an issue, I look at another time that I can carve out that hour. But identify your distractions. Look at your week ahead Mm -hmm. of time so that you know. If we can set, um, like, Sunday night is my anchor. I know Mm -hmm. that's, I've made it a habit. I will then look, okay, if I can't do this Sunday night, when can I do it? So it's, what is the distraction? And is it a self-imposed reason for the distraction or is it family-based? And sometimes Mm -hmm. we can help it if it's family-based. I mean, if my daughter-in-law calls me and says, can you pick up my four-year-old granddaughter and I can do it and she's stuck somewhere, yes, I am going to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll just make it up somewhere else. But identifying those distractions and knowing is it self-imposed or is it Mm -hmm. outside? can you get around it but if we can eliminate the distractions ahead of time by knowing what they are that can
0: decrease them mm-hmm. like how you mentioned it's really easy for external distractions to become the excuse but you hit a key point there if it's coming from an internal distraction sitting for a moment and really examining or exploring why is this happening specifically if it's coming up and you're noticing a lot, you know, maybe there's some unresolved feelings or um, experiences of, again, kind of ruminating or thinking about past things that mm-hmm. maybe unconsciously stopping you. Say, for example, you're someone who um, finances are, are a little stressful for you. Maybe there's a subconscious reason why, if there's an opportunity for growth, that you're self-sabotaging. So maybe sitting and talking to someone, you know, about your anxiety around money or whatever. And then, as you mentioned before, maybe you need to build your power team and have somebody who's financially fit, yes, become part of your team. Yes,
1: definitely. And that person can be category is a mentor, a mentor, coach, or consultant. Hmm. So that person can either be a mentor, it could be a consultant, or it could be a coach. Because when you're talking there, it, it can definitely be a coach. And then going back to the distractions, well, what's distracting you from keeping a budget that you don't have time to cook? One a very good friend of mine, one of the things that she was trying to do was to watch eating a lot of junk food and fast food because she had put on quite a bit of weight. Mm-hmm. However, she is a school psychologist So we sat down and figured out some of the things that she could do. And one of them was we started a cooking club. So there was a couple of girlfriends we got together and we made big batches of soup and healthy veggie, egg muffins and all of these things that she packed for breakfast and lunch. So she was not eating fast food and then also some things that she could have for dinner. So we would do that every three to four weeks, depending on how much we made. So think about what is the distraction, as you said, what's causing it, and then what are solutions? What can you do right now with what you have?
0: So So who else is on your team? Yeah. (laughs)
1: That's the fourth category. Now the fifth category takes a little bit more. So the fifth category is what I call your mastermind. It's a group of people. Now anybody who has played on a team or has sat on a board or has been on a committee, You have been part of a mastermind without even recognizing it as a mastermind. Each of those groups have one goal. A team is to win the game, to get better. Uh, A board, being a board member, it's to grow and fundraise. A committee could be a committee that is putting on an event. It's getting that event uh, finished, completed. And this can go, this goes all the way back to one of the examples I like to use is of the woman who founded Weight Watchers. Her name is Jean. And she founded this back in the 60s. And it started because she asked a group of girlfriends to get together at her New York City house to discuss how they could lose weight. That's a mastermind.
0: <laughs> it's
1: a group of people that have one goal in common.
0: If I'm not mistaken, that's the most successful nutritional organization that there is out there. Yeah. Yes. And Andrew Carnegie, he credits his mind group with
1: his vast fortune because he Mm. had a mastermind group. And that's how he said he grew his empire is through his mastermind group.
0: So this mastermind group, I kind of equate it to a collection of folks, maybe culturally diverse, life experience diverse all aspiring to a similar goal that can bring different skill sets, different personalities, maybe different types of energy, different types of creativity, or thinking outside the box. Um, Yeah, if I think about times I've been in that space, that feels so good. I mean, when I'm done being in that type of environment, my energy level is, is off the charts, you know, and then my brain is already thinking about what's next. And the way I'm thinking also changes because now I have a different perspective. Um, So I love the way you build your team and include this mastermind experience. Um, How often, MJ, do you engage with mastermind groups? So I have two. (laughs) I know when I...
1: Are you kidding me? How do you find time? <laughs> two and for two different reasons. So, okay. and you you nailed it. You explained it, exactly it. It's, it brings you energy, it motivates you. When I am finished with my mastermind meetings, I am like ready to run through a wall. <laughs> Not really, but yes. <laughs> I get you, yes. So okay. I have one that we meet monthly. So, and it is a bigger one where we are looking at our businesses and we are in different industries. And then the other one where we meet weekly for an hour. So it is weekly. Mm-hmm. It's Friday afternoon for an hour. And each week somebody has a spotlight of 20 minutes. And then else has there's there's five of us in there. Everyone mm-hmm. else has the opportunity for a question for five-minute answers mm-hmm. so that we stay within our timeline. And there are definitely time, times where we're having conversations rather than a spotlight, if no one wants a spotlight at that time, we're having questions around a topic. But the spotlight gives you the opportunity to focus on your business, a problem, or whatever your goal is. It can be you need to move forward. Your staff is, as you had mentioned, maybe you want to kick off a program, but you're not sure exactly what, or you want to change direction you have a collective group here that they're focused on and on your success and that's what makes the master well
0: mm-hmm. so the way you're describing it potentially if if someone would like to take that 20 minutes to showcase what they're doing and then the rest of the time, different the different members of the group, that the five minutes that they're spending, is it to give encouragement or to give feedback? Or is it more focused on them? Or is it a kind of a mixture of both, like a, a, a sharing of experiences back and forth? So we all will give some type
1: of person. And then separately, so yes, that person gets each of us each of us will offer some type of feedback comment mm-hmm. suggestion and then separately we have the other four have an opportunity to ask a question and get some feedback with a five minute time limit because hmm. we're okay. very strict about our time okay
0: it's kind of like a shark tank <laughs> it, <laughs> it is. sounds like it's a, a shark tank thinking tank or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. A mastermind thinking tank. It is a think tank.
1: And it's a think tank. Sometimes shark tank isn't always positive. Yeah. We are always <laughs> positive.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've I've of that show, not to get off topic, I have heard about the behind the scenes and it it's not exactly the best experience for folks. Um, but if they can stick it out, certainly uh, pays dividends in the end. But how would one go about putting together a mastermind team
1: there? And I do have some resources on my I actually mm-hmm. have a digital program about power team. That's very, very inexpensive. It's, mm-hmm. I think it's like 30 some dollars that walks you through every step of the way here. The other is to look at the organization you currently are a member in and think about the people in that membership. You know, is there someone there that is a great person to have in your mastermind? Mm -hmm. And then if you do any type of networking, you know, think about the people that are involved in networking circles. We do this remotely, both masterminds, we are remote. So you don't have to they don't have to be in the same vicinity as you are. Then also think about colleagues that you have known over the years, someone that you want to pull in. Limit your mastermind to four to five people. Mm-hmm. Any bigger than that, it's too big, and you you lose the that you know that intimacy of the group. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, like
0: that.
1: even going to the where do you go on a regular basis? You know, business wise. You know, I go to the library. Would I ask the librarians to be in a mastermind? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. You
0: know,
1: if I like that, if she happened to fit with what I needed. You know, so, so it's really thinking beyond your inner circle. You want to build an inner circle of influence, but you want to think beyond you're in touch with right now. You wanna go, you wanna think outside. I hate to say the word outside the box,
0: but we really do want to go outside of our comfort zone is a better way to say it. Well, you're building your own board of executives, it sounds like, and everyone collectively has a goal. Maybe it's independently, but collectively as a group, you're all helping one another. First, again, with that accountability part, the feedback yeah. part, you know, you're building trust, connection, um, and just bringing together like-minded thinking, which just sounds, wow, super empowering. And and I can't say, honestly, in, in my space, I have that, MJ. So you have me thinking now, because before we came on the pod, I had mentioned I have some goals too. Right. Um, and so, yeah, you have me thinking about something a year from now, maybe I'm going to send that email to myself. A year from now, I'm going to have my own little mastermind group together of five people of influence that can help me achieve what these goals um, that I envision, that I'm passionate about, that I think um, can bring some value to my life and and hopefully some other folks. So I I, I love the way you explained it. I haven't heard it explained that way, MJ. So thank you for that, because it because it sounds just like a beautiful way to facilitate success and taking away some of um, the trepidation of of trying to build that success by yourself as you communicated like all these different people on your team bring a certain value, a certain level of intimacy, whether it's the one on one or the power five or, or what have you, Um, I think that really can be helpful for people. Um, to contemplate and maybe think about that as uh, something to to incorporate into their life in in some way. And they give you power, which is why I yeah, you know, think about it. They're charging your
1: battery. What's great is as they grow, you grow, and as yeah. you grow, they grow because you're you're that. doing. So- And it's great because you learn about other industries. You learn about Mm. other positions. I mean, there's so much more that goes into it that you don't even think about. And Mm. so you're a year out of it and say, oh, my good," you know, a year into it, oh, my goodness, I've learned so much about this industry and from this person. And Mm. i watched this person
0: grow. It it opens up so many opportunities. It just opens up so many opportunities that today you're unaware of think that, again, sometimes we think that our journey and what we're doing, like, this is it. <laughs> but we are capable of so much more than we're even aware of. And when you yes. put yourself out there in the universe with this positive energy and fill your life with humans that are thinking and desiring um, how best to live life the most productively for health and longevity and to mm-hmm. achieve to always go after the next without really knowing what the next is. So if I'm a person that I'm thinking, I want to make a, a change in my life, health-related, work-related, whatever, if we put together our power team, as you've articulated, I think that can also help us explore maybe where we would like to go to that hasn't even been on our radar.
1: Yes,
0: mm-hmm.
1: absolutely. Ideas during conversations mm-hmm. that you would never have thought of on your own.
0: Well, we've been talking for a good 45 (laughs) minutes. Look at that. Time flew by so fast. I know you're a busy woman. Uh, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but is there anything else that you would like to share? And I know you provide a lot of resources for folks, um, and you come from a beautiful space of building leaders and helping people bounce up and not go back to status quo as we're re-entering the workspace. I don't know how would you term it as, as life is changing again. As
1: as we're shifting, as we're flipping, yeah. as we're looking at new opportunities. You know, Rhonda, I love that you had said about not even knowing what mm. is possible. When I I was in Dallas in January given a keynote for a conference. And afterwards mm-hmm. it was about sales. So it was creating a resilient driven sales plan. And asked one of the participants, and he was probably late twenties, early thirties. And he says, MJ, I really struggle with follow-up. Like I say I'm following up and I'm checking in, but I don't know what else to say or mm-hmm. what else I can do. So I went ahead and I rattled off a that he could do that were different, that were a little unique, something different that he would not have thought of. And he's like, oh my goodness, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And on the way to my hotel room, I pulled out and I started putting them into the notes section, you know, doing that voice to, to um, mm-hmm. and when went ahead and then transferred it, I emailed it to myself, When I went to my accountability partner in the following week, and I had said, I'm thinking of putting these together as a lead generation, you know, for, for my business. And this person said to me, why would you give it away? Why would you not make it a book? Well, Rhonda, oh, <laughs> that question he had turned it into a book. Look at that. See, who would have known? <laughs> right? And that's how ideas can create <sighs> opportunities for us. I mean, who would ever think that <laughs> would lead me to having another book?
0: <laughs> that has got to inspire people. They got goosebumps just thinking about that.
1: I mean, that was, believe me, January 1st, 2022, writing a book called 13 Symbol Client Follow-Up Strategies was not on my to-do list, (laughs) but here I am, beginning of May, and the book released last month, and it hit one in client relations, So, and for new release, and it was something that was not even
0: within my scope. Wow. That's super cool. That's super cool. I also heard you mentioned somebody suggested uh, you do an audio book or something like that. <laughs> yes. Like? So. Or, or <laughs> book on tape or however. I don't know the correct terminology.
1: <laughs> he, That actually came from my mastermind group. He, um my wow. friend Ben and my, he's like, MJ, you need to turn that into an audio book. He's like, mm-hmm. people, they want the audiobook. book i'm like okay then i'll put that on my list <laughs> i will yes
0: i hear that a lot frequently actually um i use the app blanket blankets i believe it's called so it gives you quick little snippets okay. of books so different people different voices i guess will translate the most important topics of a book and it usually lasts maybe like 10-15 minutes But then there's also the full book on there. So you use your own voice or maybe get Josh or somebody else to read it or something. That's pretty exciting. Pretty cool. That
1: is on my (laughs) list. But I am in the process of my next book to print. So this one actually came from one of my other mastermind groups. So my other one, the so as you know, my bounce up book is, you know, it's 100 Mm -hmm. some pages. One of my mastermind partners said, MJ. A smaller bounce up book for the people that are on the go, they want to, you know, put it in their pocket or put mm-hmm. it in their briefcase. And so just make it a short one on the principles of bounce up. That's how the bounce up principle came
0: about. We encourage our team here at Global Chance to read um, readership books or personal development books, professional development books, the smaller books seems to be the one that they actually will sit down and take the time to read it all. And then if they're curious to learn more or dive deeper in, they can go for that first book that you wrote that has more descriptive information in, in there. Myself, even, there was a young lady that sent me a book. Um, I just happened to hear her on another show. I wrote into the show and they sent me a book. I didn't even expect it. And I read it literally that night. And then I went on LinkedIn and gave her a shout out and gave a synopsis of the book. And like three weeks later, because the result of that conversation, she just was thankful that some more people as a result of one person networking, which you talked about, you know, just able to spread the word by word of mouth can really help you also in whatever uh, goals that you have for yourself personally. But I think MJ, your energy and always looking for the what's next, and have you always been like that, your inner drive, always curious and looking to dive into what's next?
1: <laughs> I have, and I will say, I drove my mother and my brothers crazy. <laughs> I was, yes, in high school, I was the captain the cheerleading squad, and I was the secretary of the class. The,
0: <laughs> yes. And all the clubs, and yes, so. have a yes. lot of energy, a lot of positive energy. And I'm really thankful to meet you again, send, spend some more time with you. And and I'm going to go on Amazon. I'm going to get your book, and I'm going to read it. I'm going to highlight it, and I'm probably going to talk about it. Um, yeah, and just, you know, I really want to thank you for showcasing for folks how best to bounce up despite whatever happens in life that's outside of our control so that we can be whatever it is that our hearts desire so thank you and how can folks get a hold of you and i know you're on all the, the social media but what's the best way to reach you
1: i am on all the social so mj Callaway. sometimes it's under mj Callaway speak the because Callaway is a popular name because of Callaway golf <laughs> the and then my website mjcalloway.com and it is
0: C-A-L-L-A-Y so mjcalloway.com and there's so many free resources out there there were a couple things that I actually wanted to post um, back in my home office that kind of will help me keep that positive mindset and start to build my team and I hope listeners if you're out there and waiting know that um, that's Take some actionable steps forward. Set a goal for ourselves. Um, I think MJ for an action item for our listeners, something mastermind related or writing that that email to your future self. What do you think? I think write the email to your future self because we'll
1: get the thoughts out of your head of what you would like your life to look like at the end of 22, and it is that you know write it down, just formatting it in your head. So if you do that first, and then that will start the wheels turning on, okay, how can I do this? And then you put that out there, how can I do it? You start asking others, asking questions to others around, how can you get this done? Who can help? What ideas do they have? But it will open up dialogue. Once you get it out of your own head and get it down, it will open up the dialogue for you to talk to
0: others about it i'm going to do it i think i'm going to send you my email too is that okay i'm gonna copy yes. you? <laughs> you you can definitely well then cc it
1: to me send it to i you. will cc it.
0: i yeah. will cc, CC it to you, me I
1: promise.
0: yes all right yes so there we have it folks action items by mj calloway thank you so much again for your time special thanks to freight 360 for your continued support of the podcast work life 360 if you want to reach the pod and have a guest come speak about something that would be helpful to you please send an email to worklife360podcast at gmail.com have a great day everybody thanks mj thank you that wraps up this episode of WorkLife360. Make sure you check out all the other episodes and the show notes for links to any articles, resources, or for more information about guest reference on the episode. I appreciate your time and I ask you to send any feedback to WorkLife360podcast at gmail.com. Special thanks to Freight360 for your continued support.